Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And the earlier problem near 450, it was a medical emergency. That should be completely cleared. Eastbound 175 between 95 and Route 1. That's a report of a brush fire, so watch for any fire response in the area. Northbound Pennsylvania Avenue, those delays are easing, trying to make your way toward the Suitland Parkway. That means the earlier problem before Woodyard Road should be cleared. We had an earlier wreck affecting 198 near Whiskey Bottom and Shady Grove Road near Mid-County Highway. While inbound Canal Road after the chain bridge, the crash was in the right lane. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Another day of near total sunshine. Temperatures back in the low 50s, so a few degrees milder than yesterday. After a cold start, it should be a really nice day. Overnight, back in the 20s and 30s, your Thursday featuring a partly sunny sky. Temperatures into the mid-50s. And get this, by Friday, with a mix of sun and clouds, we're in the 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Start Weather Center. We are at just 24 degrees in Rockville, 27 in Ashburn, 27 as well in Fort Washington. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. How long could you wait for a train in Potomac Yard on game days if the Caps and Wizards move there? Flashback to that earlier time D.C. lost a sports team to Virginia. I'm Neil Augenstein. A final vote on a plan to crack down on speeding on D.C. roads. I'm Dick Uliano. A shopping center pulls the plug on Girl Scout cookie sales outside their doors. I'm Luke Luger. A GOP primary winner may surprise you. It's 7 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin in Nevada, where Nikki Haley has come in second in the state Republican primary, even though there was essentially no one else on the ballot. Correspondent Chanel Call has our top story. CBS News projects an option labeled none of these candidates will receive the most votes ahead of Nikki Haley. Nevada Republicans are also holding caucuses Thursday where former President Donald Trump is expected to be awarded all of the state's 26 delegates. A defeat for Republicans in Washington, hoping to oust Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. At the same time, a bipartisan bill to address the crisis at the southern border appears to be doomed. Correspondent Scott McFarland. A test vote to measure support for this border deal is expected to fail in the U.S. Senate. And now some Senate Republicans are talking about starting from scratch, providing billions for Ukraine and Israel without the border provisions they insisted be part of this deal for months. That vote is today. Florida Supreme Court hears arguments on whether an abortion rights question should be placed on the November ballot. Planned Parenthood's Laura Goodhue. If the voters approve it in November, would limit government interference in our abortion decisions. Belkis Rodriguez with the Respect Life Ministry. We believe that the life begins at conception. We don't believe in abortion. One day before parliamentary elections in Pakistan... <laughs> Officials say bombings at two separate elections offices have killed at least 26 people and wounded more than two dozen others. Swedish authorities have closed their investigation into the 2022 explosions on the underwater Nord Stream gas pipeline that carries Russian fuel to Germany. 
CBS's Cammie McCormick. Sweden says it doesn't have jurisdiction. Its investigation was one of three looking into the explosions. Denmark and Germany are also examining what happened. Sweden has now handed over its evidence to the Germans. Super Bowl fans are weighing in on rolling out of bed the day after the big game and dragging themselves to work. CBS's Jennifer DePinto has results of our new poll. After all the excitement of Super Bowl Sunday, some might want a day off. About a third of football fans, particularly younger fans, would like the day after a Super Bowl to be a federal holiday. Nearly half of fans say their favorite part of watching the act- is watching the actual game, followed by the parties, the commercials, and the halftime show. Among non-fans, nearly 40% say the commercials are the best part. S&P futures down one. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 7.03 on Wednesday, February 7th. We're at 31 degrees in Washington. Plenty of sunshine in store, though. Highs around 50. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story, could fans have to wait more than an hour to use Metro after arena events if the Wizards and Caps move to Potomac Yard? That's one of a number of concerns surrounding the announcement of plans to build an arena in Alexandria. A new report shows the Potomac Yard Metro station could see extreme crowding of 60 to 90 minutes after events if no significant improvements to the station are made. Nick Donahue with Capital Transportation Consulting presented the report to Metro. It will be a crowded station, but it will be able to, you know, accomplish its goal of helping everyone get on the Metro and leave by that area. And just to kind of compare that, you know, the Navy Yard station is a similar station. It serves only one line there, and it typically moves about 20,000 fans on game days. And just as a reminder, Nats Park is double the size of the anticipated arena here. The report also recommends visitors park at nearby metro stations such as Huntington and take metro the rest of the way. Now, while there's controversy over the possibility of the Caps and Wizards moving to Potomac Yard, possibly, this wouldn't be the first time a D.C. pro sports team moved to Virginia. Our Neil Augenstein spoke with a local sportscasting legend about an earlier time and what people in our area thought about it. It was 1969, the Young American Basketball Association with its red, white, and blue ball and three-point shot came to Washington and became the Washington Caps. Their star was Rick Barry. He was the marquee guy. Sportscaster Johnny Holiday. But the ABA's Washington Caps played in the dingy Washington Coliseum where the Beatles had played. There could be a couple of thousand people maybe for a ball game. There could be 500 people for a ball game. The next year, the owner moved the team to the Virginia Beach area to become the Virginia Squires. People around here weren't surprised. There just weren't enough fans to support the ABA. The holiday says Rick Barry didn't want to go. When he said, I don't want my kids to grow up with a southern accent, well, that did not sit well with anybody. The Virginia Squires soon signed Julius Irving, Dr. J. He basically put that franchise on the map. And in 1973, Abe Poland moved the NBA's Baltimore Bullets into the Washington market at the old Capitol Center. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. And the Beatles first came to America on this day in 1964 and played their first show at the Washington Coliseum four days later. If you're a driver who regularly blows past the speed limit, you could be hit with new penalties in D.C. 
WTOP's Dick Giuliano has the details. By unanimous vote, the council has agreed to create a new point system for vehicles caught repeatedly violating speed limits. For example, two points for speeding up to 15 miles per hour above the speed limit. If 10 points are accumulated in six months, the vehicle is eligible for booting and towing regardless of whether the speeding tickets are paid and whether the vehicles registered in the district are elsewhere. The bill would also authorize lawsuits against drivers in any state with big balances of unpaid tickets. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Prince George's County Professional Fire Department. Prince George's County's Professional Fire Department relies on and oversees numerous volunteers. And tensions between the two are boiling over, leading to concerns that there will be fewer firefighters to respond to calls. The frustration is is continues to grow. Lee Lutz is the president of the Prince George's County Volunteer Fire and Rescue Association, which last week issued a blistering statement several pages long, critical of Fire Chief Tiffany Green. They need the volunteers, but they seem to continue to just push them away. He says the county makes recruiting too hard and also imposes restrictions on how they can spend the money they raise, while also wanting a bigger cut from ambulance fees. Now, Prince George's County says there are lots of misunderstandings of the law in that right inaccuracies and what the volunteers are saying. But the county says it is reviewing the proposed changes to ambulance billing revenue. It's also implementing a plan to speed up the recruitment process. John Dome and WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Hotel guests want friendly staff. Hotels are still struggling to fill those jobs. I'm Jeff Clable. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's get you updated with Rita Kessler in the Traffic Center. Well, we're still dealing with delays right now on the Beltway in Maryland. This is the outer loop of the Beltway. Slow before 95 and off of 95 before 212. All the way on to the outer loop. The delays take you past New Hampshire Avenue before University Boulevard. The left side is still blocked with the crash. 212 itself is very slow trying to make your way on in toward Hillendale. Uh, maybe because a lot of you are getting off at 95 because of what's going on on the outer loop of the Beltway. Now, we do have the delays both directions on the Baltimore-Washington Park. When you're 197, the left side was affected both directions for the crash. Then the delays inside the Beltway are easing nicely. The earlier problem near 450 is gone. Then you'll find the delays from 202 headed either on to New York Avenue or on to DC 295 where the delay continues headed past East Capitol Street. Inbound 50 slows from 410 off and on making your way toward New York Avenue as well. While northbound I-295, the delay passing Laboratory Road and then before the Suitland Parkway to the 11th Street Bridge, inbound on the Suitland Parkway is slow in stretches between Silver Hill Road and the Douglas Bridge. Now in Virginia on northbound 95 delays Dale City into Woodbridge through Lorton and Newington then in Springfield toward Etzel Road, and again from Duke Street toward Seminary. After the Pentagon, you'll hit the brakes again, crossing the 14th Street Bridge into the district. It was inbound Canal Road after the chain bridge. The right lane was blocked with the crash. There was a big delay on the Clara Barton Parkway trying to get there, but then inbound before the chain bridge, the police were along the left side. Also in Virginia, eastbound 66 before 123. The crash now reported on the right side with delays coming from the Fairfax County Parkway. The WTOP Newsroom.
bedroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now your forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Sunshine again today will be the order with a few degrees milder than yesterday. Shooting for highs into the lower 50s. Should be a really nice afternoon after a very frigid start. Overnight, 20s and 30s. Another frosty morning on your Thursday. But Thursday afternoon, we're warming up even more. Get this highs into the middle 50s with a partly sunny sky. Not warm enough for you? How about Friday? Temperatures in the low to mid 60s. Yeah, we're really looking at some much milder air. In fact, that milder air sticks around for the weekend, but with some added clouds as well. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Just 23 degrees in Manassas right now. It's 26 in Frederick, Maryland. 33 at Metro Center, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 710, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Your next trip to a high-end department store could include a test drive in a pricey electric car. Saks Fifth Avenue has announced a partnership with EV maker Lucid to offer test drives at its department stores and to market the electric cars on the Saks website. Lucid stock shot up nearly 9% on the news. The company's base sedan called the Air starts at about $79,000 with shipping. Other versions can top $250,000. At your last hotel visit, did you have trouble getting service? WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says staffing is a problem. The American Hotel and Lodging Association says two-thirds of hotels still report staffing shortages, 12% severely understaffed. That's affecting their ability to operate. The hotel industry has raised wages to record highs to fill those jobs. The most critical staffing needs are housekeeping. There are more than 70,000 hotel job openings listed on Indeed. Hotel wages are at an all-time high, averaging about $50,000 a year. Coming up, it is Girl Scout cookie season, but not at a local shopping center where you could get them in the past. We'll explain. It's 712. Think Whole Foods Market for a sizzling Valentine's Day with sales on steak, roses, and more through Valentine's Day. Find deals on delicious desires right now. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge, is how agencies can successfully evolve away from VPNs. What SASE really does, though, is it brings in a bunch of different use cases under that umbrella. We're looking at not only the you know users working from home, but also users working from a remote branch. So we're cascading in there other things like cost savings, you know, moving away from expensive MPLS-based networks. And then also on the flip side is the compliance piece. With SASE being an as-a-service model, a more flexible and agile model, we can really adopt things like high-fidelity logging, let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. Hi, everyone. It's your favorite big sister, Jess Fingles, here with New Look Home Design. You might remember my little brother, Patrick, always talking about his 50% off of roofing. Well, let's just say I've got something even better. How about an incredible 60% off all roofing and siding materials? That's right, 60% off. But hold on, because the better Fingles isn't finished yet. Our manufacturers are throwing in an amazing $1,500 rebate to sweeten the deal. Don't wait for spring 
for home improvements, winter is when you save. At New Look, we're a year-round home improvement company dedicated to keeping our crews busy, and that means passing the savings to you. Give us a call, 800-279-5300, or visit newlookhomedesign.com to save 60% off plus an extra $1,500 rebate. When it comes to home improvement, trust New Look and me. The better fingles for the better deals. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Coming up, what are the most popular baby names in part of the area? More news in 60 seconds. Here's Kimberly Harris, the Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Because it's more invisible when we talk about health equity and the racial disparities as it relates to healthcare, that is something that is sort of a moving target, if you will. Like, you can't put your finger on it all of the time, but when we talk about systemic racism or where we might even have services and how those services are rolled out, maternal health in terms of the disparities with women of color versus women that are not of color and, you know, health outcomes related to childbirth, et cetera, racial inequities, that would be at the top of the list, but we're addressing it through health equity. And so Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has health equity as a a strategy for all of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and more specifically Care First is participating in that. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715, I'm Michelle Bash. It's the season where you may be able to buy delicious do dos Thin Mints, and Samoas, but some who usually get their fill from troops at a local shopping center will have to look elsewhere. Most years, hungry shoppers in Prince William County can buy cookies from the numerous Girl Scouts posted outside stores at the Virginia Gateway. But last week, the owner of the shopping center canceled on all the troops last minute, according to the Prince William Times. The owner, Crow Holdings, did not respond to a request for comment on why they canceled. And the Girl Scouts of the nation's capital were told all tabling events were no longer going to be allowed. Texas-based Crow Holdings is owned by Harlan Crow, who was in the news when he flew Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas on numerous trips that were not disclosed by the judge. Luke Luger, WTOP News. You may meet a lot of Liams and Charlottes in the future. In Virginia last year, Liam was the most popular name for baby boys and Charlotte for baby girls. The state health department keeps track of these names and says other top picks for boys included Noah, James, Oliver, William, and Lucas. For girls, Emma, Olivia, Sophia, and Amelia were also popular. Snubbed yet again. <laughs> Seven sixteen. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. More and more Americans are opting to not only travel abroad, but live there permanently. It could be the dollar exchange rate and other financial incentives. Now more than 5.1 million Americans are expats, and that number is growing. And the most popular destinations? Mexico, Portugal, with attractive special visas. Spain, which offers one of the lowest costs of living in Western Europe. Germany, with more than 121,000 Americans living there. Even the Netherlands, where more than 31,000 Americans call at home. Costa Rica, where a growing number of Americans are retiring, along with Panama. And many of these countries offer attractive tax incentives and a great health care system. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. 
If you live and breathe sports, this new app may be for you. ESPN Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery are launching a sports streaming platform in the fall, which will include offerings from at least 15 networks in all four major professional sports leagues. It's being sold as a one-stop shop for fans who currently may subscribe to multiple services. A name for the new service and pricing will be announced later. Now a quick look at our top stories we're working on at WTOP. A man convicted of murder has been appointed to D.C.'s Sentencing Commission. Supporters say he's had a remarkable transformation, but D.C.'s U.S. attorney is skeptical. Another round of missile attacks in Ukraine sends the EU's top diplomat into an air raid shelter. And we have the unusual results of Nevada's GOP primary. Keep it here. We'll have the full details in the minutes ahead. We're brought to you by MedStar Health. Sometimes a virtual visit is all you need. Download the MedStar EV. Visit telehealth app for on-demand urgent care 24-7. Learn more at medstarhealth.org slash evisit. And we've got traffic and weather on the 8s with Rita Kessler in the traffic center. All right now in Virginia on 66 eastbound, delays approaching and passing 234 business. And then solid from the Fairfax County Parkway headed past Route 50. It is before 123. You lose the right lane with that wreck. Northbound 95, heavy in Woodbridge. Through Lorton and Newington, then in Springfield onto 395 all the way to King Street. Again, slow from the Pentagon headed across the 14th Street Bridge into the district with your lanes open. Interloop a little slow after Springfield trying to head past 236 in Annandale and approaching and passing the dullest toll road. Now in Maryland on the Beltway, outer loop delays after Route 1 and College Park headed past New Hampshire Avenue. The left side is blocked with the crash. This has 95 backed up southbound from the intercounty connector all the way to the Beltway. Inside the Beltway, both 50 and the BW Parkway are slow before 202 headed on to DC 295 to East Capitol Street or on to New York Avenue. The New York Avenue solid backup is from South Dakota Avenue to the light at Bladensburg Road and northbound I-295. Heavy passing Laboratory Road and before the Suitland Parkway to the 11th Street Bridge. Inbound on the Suitland Parkway, that delay is from Silver Hill Road in stretches to Stanton Road and approaching Firth Sterling. The interloop delay is our after Branch Avenue now headed toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge with your lanes open. Inbound Canal Road after the chain bridge, the crash was along the right side. Within the delay on the Clara Barton Parkway before the chain bridge, the police were along the left side. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now over to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. The warm-up is underway, huh? Indeed it is. In fact, uh, temperatures starting to climb now with the sun starting to come up across the horizon. Now each morning it has been frosty to say the very least with that cold air in play each morning to start the day off. Today, another cold one. Tonight, one more cold one. But moving towards the end of the week, as we get milder each and every afternoon, our overnights won't be quite nearly as cold as well. So that's a positive. Sun is coming up across the horizon as we speak. And low 50s for highs this afternoon. Our average high for this time of year is 47. We've gone up a degree. And I think we'll be around the low 50s by later on this afternoon. Overnight 20s and low 30s one more time. Tomorrow, partly sunny skies, low to mid 50s. It looks really nice for your Thursday for any plans you may have out of doors. And by Friday... Temperatures in the low to mid-60s, if you can believe it, with a partly sunny sky. Now, for the weekend, we're going to keep it mild in the 60s Saturday and Sunday, but there will be more clouds around. We can't rule out shower chances either day, but, I mean, it's less than a tenth of an inch of rain to come through. A little system will swing by that may squeeze out a sprinkler or light shower, but overall... 
it's rather limited with moisture. So I think there'll be plenty of dry time both Saturday and Sunday to get out and enjoy. Once again, temperatures both days in the low 60s. Cooler, wetter weather moving in by next Monday. We could have a deluge of some rain Monday looking a bit wet across the DMV. Be prepared for that. Maybe a wet snowflake or two at the end, but at this point right now looking more wet with that system. But cooler air does eventually spill in for the middle of next week. So you want to snuggle with a loved one on Valentine's Day. 24 <laughs> degrees right now in Frederick. Meanwhile, 25 in Fredericksburg. Annapolis by the Bay right now at 32. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin now set to testify at a congressional hearing after his secret hospital stay. 722. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2, and this time you can play along. Dave Preston here. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now, because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Whether you're team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see Gronk's Kick live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and President Virginia. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fandle.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. This is WTOP News. 723. Today marks National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. And WTOP's Mike Marillo explains why this day is needed. While African Americans make up around 14% of the U.S. population, they're represented by 42% of the HIV cases. Captain Janine Willis Marsh with the Health Resources and Services Administration's Ryan White HIV AIDS program says with treatments out there, it's no longer. Uh, a death sentence. But she says people must get tested for the virus and not feel nervous or uncomfortable in talking to their provider about getting tested. There are medicines to treat it and prevent you from getting it. Of African-American clients they help, Willis Marsh says 87% have undetectable levels of the virus. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will appear at a House hearing later this month where he's expected to face tough questions about his decision to hide his medical condition from top national security officials. The Pentagon chief has agreed to testify on February 29th before the Armed Services Committee. Some Republicans have argued Austin should lose his job. Last week, he apologized for his handling of his cancer diagnosis and subsequent hospital stay. The IRS has more resources for coming after you. Oh, the tax man? 
The Internal Revenue Service expects to collect hundreds of billions of dollars in overdue and unpaid taxes thanks to additional funding from the Inflation Reduction Act. The Treasury Department and the IRS say tax revenues or the amount of taxes collected could increase by over $560 billion by 2034, which is a lot more than previous estimates. In 2022, the Congressional Budget Office estimated tax revenues would increase by almost $180.5 billion by 2031. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Sports at 25 and 55. And here's Dave Preston. Talking Capitals. Caps. Yeah. yeah, Capitals in action last night against Montreal, dealing with another er- 